everyone, welcome to The Legal League, a podcast where we try to explain how the law works in the United States. My name is Jaima Morejon and I am the main attorney at White Morejon Attorney PA, a law firm located in the city of Miami, and it's a pleasure to have you with us. Legal disclaimer, any information made available by the lawyer or law firm is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and general understanding of the law, not to provide specific advice. This does not create a relationship, attorney, client between you and one more one attorney PA. This information should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Hello everyone and welcome to The Legal League, a podcast where we try to explain the laws of the United States in a simple way. Today, we're going to be talking about a very current topic, the parole program. On January 6, 2023, the Biden administration and the Department of Homeland Security, in an attempt to stop people from entering the southern border of the United States, implemented a program that allowed people to enter the United States legally with a parole that will be valid for a period of two years. The implementation of this program is already underway and despite the fact that there are delays in the approval of cases, thousands have already benefited from this new immigration rule. Who can apply for these benefits? Nationals of Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela who are outside of the United States, who have a valid passport to travel internationally, and who have a sponsor in the United States, would be eligible to apply for these benefits. Other requirements include passing national security check, not having been deported from the United States, not having crossed the border of the United States, Mexico, or Panama irregularly after the date the rule was announced, and not have another nationality. In the case of persons who are spouses, common law partners, or minor children, this last requirement is not necessary. I-134A parole beneficiaries must meet certain requirements in order to access the parole application. First, these people need to be outside of the United States. Unfortunately, they cannot be located within the United States to be beneficiaries of this measure. The second requirement is that the beneficiaries cannot have crossed the border of Panama, Mexico, or the United States illegally after the date of proclamation of this measure, that is, after January 6, 2023. Finally, the beneficiaries of the sponsorship might not have any other nationality, that is, they might not have dual nationality or permanent residence. This requirement is not applicable to the spouses, common law partners, as well as the minor children of the sponsors. Who can be sponsors? All people who are citizens, residents, asylees, refugees, or any other person with legal status in the United States and who can demonstrate in documentary form that they have the necessary means and resources to be able to attend to the basic needs of the person who they will be sponsored can be sponsors of the form I-34A. In order to be a sponsor, the first requirement is to be in the United States. This sponsorship request cannot be made from outside of the United States. The second requirement is that the sponsor is a U.S. citizen, permanent resident, or is in the United States under immigration status. People who are in the country regularly would not be able to sponsor people. The third and last requirement, and perhaps the one that people have the most doubts about, is that the person who sponsors must have sufficient means to support and house the immigrant they intend to sponsor. Although the new rule does not establish a specific amount of money that the sponsor must earn or a specific amount that the sponsor must possess, as does the law of affidavit of support over sponsorship, 
it is a good idea for the person who intends to sponsor to consult with an immigration lawyer so they can be informed based on their income if they can become a sponsor for the beneficiaries. As a way to prove income, you can submit bank account statements, check-ins and savings, payment slips, any way to prove sources of incomes, copies of home ownership titles, vehicles if you have more than one, employer letters, company foundation documents in the case of being a business owner, personal assets or company assets, among others. The previous list is not an exhaustive list and the presentation of these documents will require certain requirements in order for them to be accepted by USCIS. For this reason, it is recommended that you contact an immigration lawyer so that King advise you on the documents and the requirements for presenting them before the administrative entity. How is the procedure? In order to apply for this benefit, the sponsor will have to do it directly online, providing the information and documents required to demonstrate economic solvency. Once this application is received, UCIS will process it, determine if the sponsor meets the necessary requirements, and may even request an interview. If approved, the beneficiary will then receive an alert to enter the information in the U.S. Customs and Border Protection application, and if CBP grants it, at their discretion, authorization to travel to United States and request parole at the port of entry. This authorization will be valid for 90 days and parole authorization is at the discretion of the CBP officer due to urgent humanitarian reasons or public benefits. With the reopening of the United States Embassy in Havana and the beginning of the processing of all visa applications, the Department of State announced that it will resume the special parole program that exists for Cubans. This program, which has existed since 2007, was stopped in 2017 when the United States Embassy in Havana closed its operations. This program exists due to the agreement between the governments of Cuba and the United States to grant 20,000 immigrant visas a year without counting the immigrant visas granted to American citizens. Basically, in order to be a beneficiary of the parole program, it will be necessary for there to be an approved family petition, that there is no immigrant visa available for their category, that the beneficiary be a Cuban citizen residing in Cuba, and that the National Visa Center invites you to participate in the program. This last requirement is extremely important. If the National Visa Center does not invite you to participate in the parole program, neither the petitioner nor the beneficiary can apply directly. Once the invitation from the National Visa Center has been received, the corresponding costs have been paid and the required documents have been sent, the beneficiary will attend a consular interview where the official will determine whether or not to grant parole. The difference between this program and the family petition is that following the family petition route, the beneficiary enters the United States with the category of a permanent resident, while through the parole program, the beneficiary enters the country with a parole which allow him a year to adjust his status through the Cuban Adjustment Act, if it's Cuban. Thank you so much for once again being here in another episode of the Legal League. Juan Marjona Training PA work at immigration and family law cases. If you need help, please reach us. The first consultation is always free. At Juan Marjona Training PA, your problem is your problem. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. If you need help with your legal problem, do not hesitate to contact us. You can find us at winemorejonattorney.com or call 786-907-0154.